Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi there and welcome again to the Explaining History podcast and today I want to talk a little bit um, about the decision making that happened not at an elite scale in Germany and Austria in June 1914 and throughout July but more at a kind of a grassroots scale, how the people, how the population was mobilised and prepared for war and um, the extent to which there was popular support for war. So today I'm going to read from Alexander Watson's brilliant book, Ring of Steel, um, an excellent uh, kind of German-centric view of the war um, and how uh, German, uh, uh, Germany and Austria-Hungary perceived the conflict um, that's really uh, very often told from a particularly Anglo-centric perspective. So Watson writes, On Monday the 29th of June 1914, Vienna's morning newspapers carried doleful reports of the previous day's assassination, obviously, of the heir to the throne, Archduke Franz Ferdinand, um, and his wife. Their front pages were edged with thick black borders, and the tone was one of shock and deep bereavement. One simply cannot grasp the monstrousness of it, lamented the Reich Post. Our heir to the throne, the man of, on whom the peoples of the Habsburg monarchy had placed all their hopes, their entire future is no longer. The gutter press thought the murder an appalling calamity, and the Christian socialist workers, Arbeiter Zeitung, uh, considered it a breathtakingly hard misfortune. To any foreigner unfamiliar with the Empire's internal condition, sipping his melange and flicking through the eulogies that morning, it must have appeared that Franz Ferdinand had been universally loved and admired. He was, gushed the Metropolitan Elite's paper, Neu Free Press, an exceptional figure whose demise was to be lamented. The monarchy had lost something great. Um, these obituaries um, to the Archduke, these kind of glowing hagiographies, uh, actually um, ignore a very complex response to the assassination. His assassination uh, elicited a number of responses across Austria-Hungary, um, however, belligerence wasn't always among them. It wasn't uh, revenge, the desire to crush the Serbs, wasn't the default setting for a great many uh, Austro-Hungarian citizens. 
the desire of the foreign ministry and military for war um, that uh, to seize on this as an opportunity to crush Serbia, that wasn't uniformly shared either. So um, the, uh, the 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 lust for war across the Austro-Hungarian Empire um, wasn't wasn't there in all instances in all cases. Uh, in fact, it wasn't necessarily particularly widespread sentiment at all amongst the people. There was a fundamental shift, however, in popular opinions in July and early August 1914. Um, and it's always really interesting to examine how it is popular attitudes on a mass scale change in a very, very short period of time. We normally assume they are formed and alter over long periods of time, but that's not necessarily the case. That when it comes to uh, war and national security and national survival, these things can be highly volatile. The Austro-Hungarian and German peoples um, undergo a dramatic um, emotional journey throughout that summer uh, from indifference through to acceptance and belief in, uh, in many cases, in the necessity of conflict. The sense that, well, we've put this off for long enough and now the hour has come around, it is here, it is time to, to act. The death of the heir was just the starting point of this journey. And Franz Ferdinand himself had not been universally popular in the capital, in Vienna. In fact, uh, to the Viennese press and to the, uh, the literate public, he was actually a highly unpopular member of the Austro-Hungarian royal family. Often known as crass and ignorant, um, people thought that if and when he finally came to power, um, his boorish ways might uh, bring about all manner of diplomatic misfortune. German nationalists um, thought that he was too pro-Slavish um, and too likely to um, give concessions in a multi-ethnic empire to Czechs or to Croats or to other ethnic minorities. Others thought that he would basically bring about upheaval by trying to uh, re draw back the decentralisation of the empire, the more plural nature of the empire after 1866, and reconcentrate uh, strength in uh, simply in Vienna. Uh, that was perhaps more more plausible. His his demands um, on a kind of an almost feudal divine right of kings um, did very little to uh, ingratiate him with the middle classes, ingratiate him with the increasingly left wing um, socialist working class, or it make anybody think that perhaps um, he wasn't um, graced by concepts of modernity. However, when there is a funeral um, corsage that goes through Vienna, five days later when the bodies are, are returned home, um, there are thousands and thousands of uh, ordinary Austrians who line the streets, um, who are not indifferent, um, and who pay their respects. Um, the uh, Church of the Imperial Court... The Hofburg um the Church of the Imperial Court, um, sees um, thousands crammed inside to see the funeral bear in the morning, and in the afternoon, tens of thousands 
lined the route to the Western Railway Station, where the bodies were to be taken to their final resting place at Artstetten Castle. Um, you could, you might put down an awful lot of this to curiosity, to spectacle, to people becoming engaged in public events when perhaps they're not emotionally attached to it, um, lacking a sense of real loss. And this is borne out by eyewitnesses who said that there was a kind of sense of spectacle uh, amongst the onlookers, people who were who were joking, um, people who weren't really uh, showing a, a huge sense of, of grief. So just bear that in mind um, when we work through how the, the kind of the transition in public attitudes to um, two months later. Uh, there were angry demonstrations outside the Serbian embassy um, and stones were thrown um, and shouts of down with Serbia are heard. Um, A smaller group uh, attacked the Russian embassy um, and they are chased off by um, police, um, uh, mounted police particularly, um, and there is a street fighting um, and the streets are eventually cleared um, of this kind of patriotic mob. Very little was, of this was done in defence of the um, Archduke, the late Archduke and his wife, or in, in, in memory of them. Much of it was done in a kind of a spontaneous sense of, of uh, an opportunity for, for xenophobia. And across the empire, racial uh, temperatures uh, increase. And this begins, unsurprisingly, in Sarajevo, which obviously was part of uh, the Austrian Empire following the annexation of uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina in 1908, um, where um, Serbian uh, residencies, Serbian homes were attacked, um, where there, when Serbian minorities uh, live on the Dalmatian coastline and in Croatia, um, also, there are anti-Serb uh, attacks, um, and there were also attacks on other South Slav peoples within the uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire. Slovenes particularly came under attack um, as being seen to be somehow related to um, Serbia's ambitions, and other uh, ethnic minorities and national minorities within the empire, um, Hungarians, uh, Romanians, um, Italians even, um, who were seen to have kind of irredentist or nationalist ambitions, also uh, came under attack. And there was a sense of kind of uh, intercommunity suspicions um, as uh, loyalty uh, became a, a key question and uh, a sense of uh, questioning uh, loyalty to the empire based on uh, ethnic background uh, was something that was was prevalent uh, in, in sort of debates at the time. So in the midst of this agitation, um, the July crisis uh, began uh, with uh, Austria-Hungary's ultimatum to Serbia, um, the demands that were um, considered to be so inflexible and over the top that they were almost guaranteed to provoke Serbia into uh, into war um, focused the attentions uh, of the nation uh, on a on this this key question. So we go um, interestingly from um, indifference towards the assassination. 
um, towards a and sort of largely kind of apathy towards any kind of uh, action against Serbia, towards now a, a state-led ultimatum to Serbia, um, and on the on the twenty fifth of July, after two days of uh, waiting. Um, and uh, and the, what is referred to as the unsatisfactory response um, is presented via the uh, Austrian press to the population as uh, a, a Serbian provocation, not to Franz, the not as previously to the heir to the throne, but to the uh, the Austrian people, uh, the Austri- the Austro-Hungarian population uh, itself. And it seems to be the rejection, the Serbian rejection of Austrian terms that's, that begin um, widespread, uh, mass and largely spontaneous um, outpourings of um, enthusiasm for some kind of military response. Outside the war ministry in Vienna uh, on the 25th, uh, crowds gather to cheer for uh, the Habsburgs, for Austria, for the army, and for the idea of war. Um, Patriotic songs, Watch on the Rhine, um, Hail to Thee in Victor's Garland, uh, began to be be heard. Um, But what the people uh, outside the war ministry were cheering for was not a general European war. They were not cheering for a war with Russia. They were not cheering for um, the war they actually get. They were cheering for a limited war where the Serbs would be taught a lesson. Alexander Watson writes, From the mass of people, a student, we do not know his name, climbed onto the plinth of the Rosetsky Monument uh, and gave a speech calling on those gathered to sacrifice possessions and blood for Kaiser and Fatherland. Somebody unfurled an imperial black gold flag and under this standard, around a thousand cheering people marched together down the middle of the Ringstrasse. Uh, similar scenes played out that evening across the centre of Vienna. At monuments, outside friendly embassies, and in front of the imperial residence. The whole city was, one wrote, seething with excitement. So the energies um, seem to pass from, the, from a, a governmental level down to a street level, by the 25th, there seems to be um, a great deal of excitement. Um, there seems to be uh, a widespread sense that um, revenge, some kind of uh, revenge. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. ...is in the offing. How we go from that apathy to this to this condition, I think is um, based around the idea that this was a, a direct rejection of the legitimacy, the rights, the sovereignty even, not of Austria's monarchy, but Austria's people. A similar process begins in Berlin. Um, the press write, frankly, of the tension uh, felt um, amongst the crowds in um, Berlin. There was a great deal of shock and horror uh, at the rejection of the ultimatum. The um, uh, Berliners know full well that this will more than likely result in the Kaiser backing up Austria to the hilt. However, um, in the city, there uh, in Berlin, there were already spontaneous patriotic demonstrations um, that begin at around 8 o'clock that night when the first rumours, this is only a quarter of an hour uh, later than the um, beginning of the uh, protests in um, Vienna. But around 8 o'clock that night, um, the rumours begin to circulate and the streets begin to fill. Um, There were groups carrying German and Austrian flags, Uh, cheering uh, along the German Kaiser, the Austrian Kaiser, and singing patriotic songs. Um, The uh, range, the numbers of people in the streets range between two to 10,000, marching up and down in um, the Unterden Linden, um, and being cheered by uh, spectators in cafes on either side. Patriotic landmarks uh, become dominated by protesters, and um, there are impromptu speeches outside the Kaiser's palace, uh, though he wasn't there, he was on his, his North Sea cruise. And on the other side of the uh, Brandenburg Gate, uh, Bismarck's statue is besieged by um, people who are um, really cheering on the, the possibility of, uh, of conflict. Um, there were people who were cheering on the possibility of an Austrian conflict with Serbia, in which Germany would become involved, and there were and and something would therefore be established, some kind of um, dominance, some kind of military um, hegemony would be established by um, the the German-speaking peoples of Central Europe, and perhaps a conflict that was a long time in coming would be initiated and it would be given and Germany and Austria together would be given their chance to to break out of this as kind of perceived ring of steel that had emerged around them 
from um, Britain and France, particularly Russia. I believe that there were um, demonstrators in Austria who saw this as uh, an opportunity for the Serbs to be punished, and demonstrators in Berlin who saw it as an opportunity for something much, much greater, for um, the the establishment of uh, or the re-establishment of German power in Europe, and it would it was not particularly intended to be a war against Serbia. It was more likely to be a war against uh, Russia, and the reason the evidence there is that uh, protests uh, concentrate around the Russian embassy. So Alexander Watson writes of the Austrian demonstrators, These young demonstrators should not be lightly dismissed as aggressive chauvinists. They were moved by multifarious motives to take to the streets. Certainly many were ardent patriots, some belligerent, but plenty supported the war with reason. Especially among Vienna's upper classes, there was a strand of opinion which considered that Serbian provocations had gone far enough and that decisive action was necessary. Many young men parading on, 25th, on, on the 25th of July were thus, um, as in the violent protests earlier in the month, and as one upper-middle-class woman remembered of her sons, filled with thoughts of revenge against Serbia. In Berlin on the same night, however, the intention of the demonstrators was to express support for Austria-Hungary, not to demand violent intervention by Germany. For all those positive associations of adventure and heroism uh, which war had for many uh, in that generation of bourgeois youth, the rowdiness accompanying some of the parades, uh, betrays young people taking advantage of a once-in-a-lifetime chance briefly to overturn social norms, opportunities to stomp, shout and cheer through the main streets, while knocking off the hats of passers-by who failed sh to show respect for the patriotic anthems being sung uh, were naturally rare in imperial cities. For those who felt anxious, and privately very many did, the demonstrations provided a welcome chance to release tension and a, comfort act, uh, a comforting act of solidarity. So here Watson presents us with a, a different possibility, um, or certainty in his eyes, that the larger crowds that were gathering in both Germany and Austro-Hungarian uh, Austro um, capitals um, during the last week of July, weren't necessarily demanding war, um, or not demanding the kind of European war uh, that they get. Some were expressing their willingness to face a war if necessary in the interests of patriotic duty, um, and, and, that, and particularly young men from many of the uh, the fraternities um, of um, uh, the student fraternities in, in Germany were essentially announcing that should it come to blows with Russia, then they were ready to uh, do their duty. However, many of the crowds were simply kind of public spaces where people could um, uh, swap rumours with one another, uh, inquire as to what was going on, follow the pace of events with fear and anxiety. The thought of um, European conflict was obviously horrifying and terrifying to a great many people. And when the um, uh, ultimatum is um, answered by Serbia and the answer is viewed as being insufficient, um, there were some Germans... Um, who said that um, the idea of a general war was, was too frightening to consider, 
uh, particularly a war with Russia, um, who they were generally aware that peace depended on, um, and that they were. But once the ultimatum is rejected, many Germans also see that that horrible possibility is uh, perhaps upon them whether they like it or not. And so that leads in Germany and Austria to a process of kind of acceptance and preparation very, very rapidly. So that's how we go from our transition of indifference to acceptance um, to, uh, in some instances, people thinking, well, if we have to have this war, you know, extrapolating the best from it, if we have to have this war, then perhaps it is, it is long overdue uh, that we, we, we deal with um, the threat of Russia. There seems to be surprisingly little blame uh, associated with the outbreak of war directed towards um, German and Austrian leaders. Um, There seems to be uh, a little sense that um, the the populations in Germany and Austria-Hungary blamed their respective leaders. Um, Emperor Franz Josef, uh, in his appeal to my people, explained that um, the war with Serbia uh, needed to be fought in basically for defensive reasons. He said, After long years of peace, the intrigues of a hate-filled opponent forced me for the preservation of my monarchy's honour, in defence of its reputation and political power, and in order to secure its rights to grasp for the sword. Um, The emperor reminded his subjects that it had taken basically more than one murdered archduke to provoke the war. He added, A criminal activity reaches across the border to undermine the foundations of public order in the southeast of my monarchy. Um, He said that the Serbs had long sought to shake the people in its loyalty to dynasty and fatherland, to mislead the rising generation of youth and to recite wicked acts of madness and high treason. The assassination was the result of a methodically prepared and executed conspiracy and was only the latest visible bloody trace of those secret intrigues and the time had now come for action. And the it, there is a wide body of opinion in Austria that basically uh, agreed. Um, Thus, said Franz Joseph, I must intervene to win through force of arms the guarantees that are essential to secure for my state's internal tranquillity and lasting external peace. When the Kaiser orders a mobilisation on the 1st of August, uh, following the refusal of Russia to back down, um, the, uh, the crowds around the Imperial Palace are momentarily silent. Some begin to cheer, others sing Watch on the Rhine. However, tellingly, the uh, hymn, the Lutheran hymn that people begin to sing most loudly in the crowd is a mighty, a mighty fortress is our God, a trusty shield and weapon. He helps us free from every need that hath us now overtaken. They begin to sing a song really about safety, sanctuary, security and this notion of the fortress. There was a, a, a term that referred to German society um, during the war, a romanticised and perhaps potentially mythical term of the Bergfreude, the idea of peace within the fortress, of social peace and solidarity during the war, 
um, and the uh, rupturing of this by 1916 um, was, in, in Hitler's view later on, one of the reasons for the failure of the war. But in the uh, early hours of the 2nd of August, there was, um, in, in some places in Germany, uh, reports of poor and rich alike shaking hands and wishing each other well, uh, and a sense that this social solidarity might emerge but it ultimately fragments and cracks under the pressure of war. So there you have it, in a roundabout way. The pace of events and the um, considerations, not of um, uh, archdukes and emperors, but of uh, ordinary Germans and Austrians, really dictate the uh, kind of popular attitudes towards um, to the war from kind of fear and dismay to resignation and also to a sense that finally something must be done about the Serbs uh, and that Germany, uh, if Germany had to fight, then fine. Or perhaps what would happen is Germany might simply be um, the um, uh, the unspoken force behind Austria that would ensure um, a, a just outcome for Germanic-speaking peoples. But that presumption in itself made sure that, uh, or made it more likely, that Russia would go to war with Germany. Okay, so thanks very much, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. All the best. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.